0: Hey gang, welcome to the Texture Lounge, episode number two. And today we are joined by Mizani artist, Doris Brown-Willis from the Bronx, AKA Reese, an entrepreneur in her own right, a natural hair texture expert. Now, if you are looking to have your tresses touched by Reese herself, just be prepared for the waiting list. You can find her at Crowned Collection currently in New York City, but follow her on at styled by Reese on Instagram for the latest. Doris Brown Willis, also known as Reese. You are known to be a texture expert stylist as well as being a Mazzani artist. Your expertise is in professional natural hair care and styling, and you've really developed a great following of clientele through the work you've been pushing on social media, particularly Instagram. Yeah. You have also recently represented yourself as a 2017 Next Gen Stylist for Beauty Changes Lives, the Legacy Awards last week in Chicago, where you showcased some pretty inspirational avant-garde work, um, which pretty much got a standing ovation. How did you feel about that?
1: I still am riding a little high from it. Um, I I keep saying it, but like I can't believe that went from, you know, a vision board to runway. Like I mm-hmm. I had a cry moment because I couldn't even believe it. Like I was like, wow, this is crazy that this came out of my brain. So I'm still <laughs> I'm still riding the high, seeing the pictures on social. Um, every day it kind of just boosts me up and I'm like wow this is really you're doing some big things now you know I can finally stand in it confidently.
0: So give us your elevator pitch Reese and describe what you do in a sentence.
1: Um, So what I do probably in the most basic sentence would be I make women women of color specifically feel beautiful by enhancing what they already have naturally.
0: And what is it that you love about working with textured hair? Um,
1: What I love um, about textured hair is the endless possibilities um, of the hairstyles that can be achieved. Um, And also that there's no two curls or coils or even heads that are the same. So as many curls as I've come into contact with, no two are the same.
0: Now texture is like, it's definitely not a trend. What would you say to those salons and to those stylists who haven't quite grasped texture and they're afraid to? What are they missing out on?
1: I think they're missing out on another very loyal client. Um, we in the hair industry believe, you know, our color clients are the most loyal because if you do a mm. great color, they'll always come back. But what I've found is that even going beyond, um, you know, color and cut, being able to work with any kind of fabric of, of hair has, you know, granted me the most loyal clients I've ever met in my life. They literally, if I'm out of town, not working, or even where I'm at right now in this um, interim period before moving into my salon suite, are the most loyal. They won't go anywhere else.
0: <laughs> and social media, tell me a bit about that. How has that worked for you and your business?
1: Uh, social media actually is my only way of marketing. Um, I don't market anywhere else other than on social media, Instagram specifically. Um, wow. And it has garnered me, one, a lot of loyal clients and um, has connected me with a lot of people I probably never would have met um, just from location wise. So, you know, I have followers from all over the country, some even outside of the country. It's connecting me with many brands, um, you know, as far as Mm. tools that I use um, and, you know, different products and things like that. You know, it just it brings a connection that you wouldn't normally have done. So the Internet has made the world a lot smaller for me.
0: Great. No, I think that's completely true. I mean, it, things where relationships and partnerships that you thought would never happen just because of pure distance now are all of a sudden a reality. Because as you say, the Internet has just made the world a super small place. Everything's yeah. within reach. At your fingertips. So tell me on those days when Reese, I see you, I've worked with you now, maybe not not yet two years, but about a year and eight months. I've known you for <laughs> since I moved to New York. And every time I've been around you, you've always had a really great energy, a great spirit. You're always smiling. Now, I, I can't believe for one moment that you're always that happy. Okay, <laughs> Reese. So tell me, so how do you show up on those days that you're feeling less than? Um,
1: Well, this is the sad part of the story. Um, I got into cosmetology because of a childhood friend of mine. Um, And actually, our last conversation was about me going to cosmetology school before he was killed. Um, So Mm. every day I live for him. Um, When I'm not feeling 100%, I say that Karan is not here anymore. And he couldn't do what he wanted Mm. to do with his life. So you owe it to him yourself. Um, in the world to get up and go. And that's kind of the pep talk I give myself every morning. And whatever room I walk in, I hope to be a blessing.
0: Wow, Reese, that was, um, I wasn't expected to be knocked back like that. That's pretty, that is a sad story, but I love how it's really motivated you and it continues to in your day-to-day. That's um, very inspiring. Thank you for sharing that. Right, so tell me what success looks like. What does success mean to Reese?
1: Success for me um, is not as uh, physical or tangible as most people would think. There's not a certain amount of money um, or, you Mm. know, a certain amount of clients or a certain amount of recognition that I could ever get that would make me feel successful. Um, Honestly, success for me means living every day to my fullest potential and being as happy as I can be.
0: Take us through your highest high of your career so far.
1: Well, my highest high would have to be the Beauty Changes Lives Legacy Awards. I think so. (laughs) That right now is kind of the highest point of my career to be recognized by my peers that way and be able to showcase my work um, and be mentored by somebody that I look up to in the industry, Jamal Edmonds, like to kind of get a peek into his brain and for him to help me refine a lot of, you know, the skills that I already had. That experience, honestly, I'm still I go through the camera roll still every day and I'm like, wow, (laughs) just from start to finish of, you know, it starts as a blank canvas and then then there's 10 minutes of runway and there it is. It's it's right there. And everybody loved it. I was really I didn't know what kind of reaction I would get because I did push the envelope a little bit. Um, Right. But I'm so happy with with the recognition that I've gotten for the work that I was able to produce
0: you you have to be I mean, those looks Reese were insane what we will do is I will include some of the images um of your looks so that the people who haven't quite come across them yet on social or, or wherever the, they'll get the chance to have a look at them on the texturelounge.com okay great okay so that's your highest high now tell me about your lowest low within your career so far
1: My lowest low would have to be um, I had I don't have too many bad client interactions, fortunately enough. Thank God. (laughs) Um, But I did. um, There was one day I took on a job that. I probably was more than I could handle. um, And Mm. she left very, very disappointed. And that probably was the lowest that I've ever felt because I strive. I'm a perfectionist. Um, so I want everyone to one, like what I've done, but also I would hate to make somebody feel the way I felt that she felt afterwards, um, mm. probably put me at my lowest low because I've never had that before. And I just felt terrible. I went over it like a million times and, you know, my family's very supportive mm. and they were like, yeah. if it's one in a million, you know, it, it can't be that bad, but it was probably the lowest <laughs> of my lows.
0: A dime, a dozen, but you know, as you say, you are a perfectionist. When you are a perfectionist, you, like any minor detail, and I know this isn't minor because, you know, it's certainly something that you have, you know, you've thought about since that moment, but, (laughs) you know, it's, these things happen and you just have to remember that for every one person that's disappointed, there's a thousand people who are super um, enthusiastic about the work that you've done with them and to their hair and therefore to their day-to-day and their lives. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So if we could turn back the hands of time and you could wipe the slate clean and start over again, what is the one thing that you would change?
1: I would probably change the fact that I waited um, until after completing two years of college to go to cosmetology school. Mm. I would have probably went straight out of high school
0: okay. because
1: I. I had the inkling to do it around 17 or 18, but of course, I had no idea this industry operated the way that it does. I saw it as life behind the chair and that's it, Um, which um, in some families is kind of discouraged because it's not your conventional job. Uh, You know, my sister is a PhD holder. You know, my family is very academic, so they Mm. pushed for me to go to college, but I ended up leaving anyway, so... I, if I could turn back the hands of time, I probably would have went with my gut and went to cosmetology school straight out of high school.
0: And what would be the first thing you would say if you could go back and speak to your younger self?
1: Don't be so hard on yourself. <laughs> like, You've got a lot of life left yeah. to live. You're, you don't have to figure it all out, you know, that early. And even now that my life seems pretty figured out, I'm a lot lighter on myself because things can change at the drop of a dime.
0: Tell me what your dream job was as a child. My dream job
1: as a child was to be an OBGYN. I was determined what? to deliver babies.
0: Yes. Oh, Reese, now I am shocked. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that was my dream job. I talked about it every day. You just wanted to deliver babies? That was your thing?
1: Yeah, I just <laughs> wanted. No, I don't even know where it came from. You know what it came from? I watched a lot of TLC as a kid, the channel. um, And the baby story was like my favorite one. Like I would just sit and watch it for hours. So, yeah, I think that's where that came from. But yeah, I wanted to be an obstetrician before I learned how many years of school you needed.
0: Ah, you heard that number and you were like, next. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So tell me about the legacy that you want to leave in this world. When people hear your name, what is it you want them to remember about you?
1: I want them to remember that I always sparked conversation and not controversial in a negative way, but I always push the envelope. Like if something needed to be said and it was the elephant in the room, good or bad, Darisa going to bring it to light. Mm. Um, I, 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 I like the fact that I make people think and I think we need more of that because everybody becomes very, very content with how things are. So even with hairstyling, like I push the envelope because I think it's a conversation that needs to be had.
0: Mm. So let's move over to this next question. So we talked about difficult clients, right? And Mm -hmm. I know that you've told me this before, but I want my listeners to hear this. Have you ever had to divorce a client? And if so, talk us through that moment, Reese share it
1: Uh, um it actually happens more often than most people would think um people get divorced and they don't even know it um this is a secret but you mean they're not signing uh, any papers or anything no there's no paperwork it honestly is just you are no longer able to book anytime you call it's just nothing available That's literally how it works. And how I feel is that, you know, I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me. I feel like um, a hairstylist has a very intimate part in a person's life. Yeah. Um, And if we don't vibe well energy wise, that relationship is never going to be fruitful. So just like any other, you know, romantic relationship, we go on a first date, which is our consultation, and we see if we actually like each other and Mm -hmm. if we fit. And if we do, we move forward. And at the moment that, you know, either I no longer work for you or you no longer work for me. And as a client, how you no longer work for your stylist is if you're constantly late, late cancellations, you know, because I put out a lot to the world. And, you know, I still have a family. I still have a life. I still, you know, travel and do these things. So I don't think people realize how much hairstyles put out. Mm. Um, And for me, over time, it just becomes blatant disrespect when it just seems like a hair appointment to you, you know, that was my rent money. Mm. So
0: that's how uh, I deal with divorcing clients. Okay. I'm glad that you (laughs) shared that because I think it's important. I think exactly as you said, you know, you're not for everybody and everyone's not for you. You know, once you try to, to please everybody, something falls through the cracks. You know, you've got to maintain your brand, maintain your reputation. And if somebody's just not doing that for you, I can totally understand how that uh, divorce happens. Absolutely. Okay, so you're a Mizani artist. Yes. How many years have you been a Mizani artist? That's
1: actually, wow, 2014.
0: So we're coming up on my third year. My third anniversary is coming up. Well, congratulations in advance. (laughs) Thank you. And how did that partnership with Mizani happen?
1: (laughs) Wow. Um, It was actually pretty interesting. Because I had won, um, I think it was the 12th or 13th annual uh, bridal hairstyling competition at uh, the cosmetology school that I had attended, which was Karsten in New York City. And during that um, presentation or competition, uh, the school actually has very close connections with a lot of brands and salons that are, you know, Pretty high end, and they come in and judge the competition. One of the judges happened to be Pepper Pastor, which is Kate, the director of education, is her mentor. Um, So she passed my information along to Kate. Uh, Kate and I had a meeting, and I think we both fell in love with each other. She explained to me where the brand was going, and I was totally on board because as a child, Mazzani was used in my hair, but I only knew it for its relaxers. I had no idea that there was, you know, a curly line and that there were all these different facets within the portfolio. Um, And
0: it was kind of, you know, love from there. So for those of you listening and you're wondering who this Kate person is, this is Kate O'Shell Truesdale, who is the head of education for Mizani. Okay. So Reese, for those aspiring stylists who are maybe still in school, they're still learning, uh, but they kind of want to get to where you are now and you know pursue a different type of um you know work in the world of hairdressing, but they want to get their names out there. What advice do you have for those aspiring stylists?
1: um two things: it would be one, be content with being in the room. everyone may not know you but Be okay with just being in the room and also be a sponge. You can learn from everyone. And I think that's kind of how I've been able to grow at the rate that I've been is because literally I treat every interaction that I have with any stylist that I admire as a class. I'm always the student.
0: Mm -hmm. Always be a student. Absolutely. Is there a phrase that you live by, Reese? Yes, there is.
1: And it's funny how I even came across this. I, I do a lot of just research online. Um, and this is, quote is actually from the co-founder of About Me. Okay. And the quote is, your reputation is more important than your paycheck and your integrity is worth more than your career. Mm-hmm. And that for me is the epitome of how I feel about life. Um, my mom, growing up, my mom told me your reputation is all you have, you know, Yeah. what people know you for. That's all you have, you know, and you always want to remain on the positive end of that. You know, people can hear a million good things about you, but once there's one bad thing, it's done. Mm. So, you know, I always try and keep that in mind with everything I do, the interactions I've had, the work that I choose to do, even, you know, the conversations I choose to engage in. Like, you know, I always keep that in the back of my mind.
0: Love that. Okay, Reese. So now we are at the cool blast round. Basically, I'm going to fire you some questions and you're going to fire me back some answers and you're going to keep them short and sweet. So one word or one phrase. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. Name someone who inspired or inspires you and that you are dying to meet. Erica Badu. Name the top three services or looks clients come to you for in order of popularity. Okay,
1: top three services, order of popularity. Number one would have to be the soap press. Um, The second after that would have to be a twist out. And the third after that would have to be some kind of color, be it balayage or highlights.
0: Name one hair product your clients love and you cannot keep on your shelf. 25 Miracle Milk. By Mazani. Yes. Are there any technical recommendations that help you to maintain and build your client base that you use? Tech, you mean as far as like... uh... Like websites or apps or anything that you use that's helping you bring in clients? Instagram. Instagram. What are the three products or tools you cannot travel without?
1: Denman Brush, 25 Miracle Milk, and my one styling blow dryer.
0: Best way for listeners to keep up with what you're doing?
1: Styledbyreece.info or at styledbyreece on Instagram.
0: Last question, finish this sentence, If in doubt, don't. If in doubt, don't. Thank you so much for sharing yourself with the Texture Lounge Reese. Thank you so much. To our listeners, you've officially met Reese, and she is officially Texture Lounge approved. (laughs) Reese, you've been amazing. This has been super insightful. And I'm, you know, super proud to to see you continue to blossom. Thank you. Wish you all the best.